what's up Substackers? so i'm gonna sound like i'm rambling here and i'm completely off topic right you don't even know what the topic is so you won't know that but i promise you that uh I, i'm i'm getting to a point i just need you to let me make it okay i know that we are not supposed to um what's the fr- i know that we're not supposed to judge women by their beauty or any anybody by their looks that's all well and good and i know that we're not supposed to like maybe talk about women and 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 sexualize them such as like you know putting women on a list like oh the top five hottest ladies uh yeah i know we're not supposed to do that anymore um i'm still going to though i i I am uh with all due respect like I, i do think it's still fine if we you know recognize um objective beauty and again You'll, you'll get where I'm coming from here in a minute. So my list of like the, and I, my list changes all the time. And someone, there's a new woman who is now on my five sexiest women's list. But for all times, it's always been like Selma Hayek's always been on there. Uh, for a time, Christina Hendricks from Mad Men was on there. I really like maternal looking figures. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I ain't got nothing against skinny women. I don't have nothing against skinny women. I just always have been more of a, you know, someone to share a sandwich with. You know what I'm saying? Selma Hayek, Christina Hendricks. Now, the exception to that uh, is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Fascinated with her. Thinks she's gorgeous, right? My point of this is, is that there's a new woman who tops my sexiest list. And I've just now realized that I should never have judged women by beauty alone. You should obviously judge people by their character, by their intellect, by how kind they are, but realistically, how important they are to you and how much they mean to you in your life. And because of that, the number one hottest woman on earth to me right now, without question, is Miss Rachel. Okay, I don't know if you if you don't have kids, maybe you don't know who Miss Rachel is. If you, I think that you might though. You, she's pretty popular. You've, you you she she does kids uh, television programming on YouTube, right? All of it's like in front of a green screen. It's not particularly well lit or insanely well produced. Almost to the point that you would look at it and go, "Damn, anybody could do that." And I'm like, "Oh, really? Could they?" Well, then you go be Miss Rachel. I don't see a lot of Miss Rachels out there. It's like the the children's television stratosphere up there is like Bluey, Coco Melon, and Miss Rachel. And I don't. And the other ones are cartoons. She's the only one that is a real life human being. Competing with cartoons is is absolutely insane when we're talking about the attention span of a child. And I don't see anybody coming for the crown. And I don't see anybody that's going to. Um, for a while. Miss Rachel is absolutely unbelievable. Now, I've got to say a couple things. I, I hate to be, I've always, I say always, for the past six and a half months, I've tried to catch myself anytime I find myself going, oh, well, once you're a parent, you'll, under, you'll understand, or oh, unless you have kids, you'll just never understand. I, because I hated that shit when I wasn't a parent. And I remember I would hear all these parents say these things like you couldn't possibly understand or you know, I'd say, well, I think that's stupid. And they'd be like, well, when you get to be a parent, you'll understand why you have to do it. And I was always like, nah, when I get to be a parent, I'll be smarter than these motherfuckers. Because in real life, I am smarter than a lot of these motherfuckers. And I will say, uh, there are, have been a couple examples where I was 100% correct. In like, and, and children's TV is an example of it where 
my like I see a bunch of people complaining. They're like, oh god damn it. My kid, I swear if I see another episode of Bluey, I'm gonna, you know, blow my head off. And I've always been like, well just turn it off. Like you're the one that put it on Bluey to start with. Like they only know Bluey because of you and now they like it. If you just don't ever introduce them to Bluey, they'll like whatever you like, you know? And I stand by that to a degree because my son, uh, when we're hanging out at the house, like he does, he rocks with the Sopranos and Dexter and we're currently watching Mindhunter and he likes it. He likes these programs, right? Sometimes, though, it's not enough for your kid to like a television program. So, like, when you're trying to get some stuff done, I don't mean, like, keep them entertained while you're on the couch with them. Because, like I said, I think that they can rock with about anything then. I'm talking about those moments where you really do, you really need to deep clean the kitchen or pick up the mess before mama gets home. If you need these motherfuckers transfixed, then you got to go with something like Miss Rachel. Again, my son, he loves the introduction to Dexter. Like, he loves that intro music, and he loves it. He, he bobs his head. He's so happy. But he also will still be aware of his surroundings and get upset at certain things. Bruh, when Miss Rachel is on talking about, I got five ducks, I gave away three, how many ducks do I have? My kid can't talk, but I can see it, the look on his face. He's just like, oh, wait, you got two ducks. Do another one, Miss Rachel. Hell yeah. Like, he's crunk about it. Like, my son watches Miss Rachel the same way that, like, I saw my uncle watching NASCAR. Just a complete adoration to the point of worship. To the point where anything else happening in his surroundings, a bomb could go off. Right? We could have a terrorist attack in my hometown of Chickamauga, Georgia, right in front of my uncle when a NASCAR race was going on. He would have never known. Same way with my baby and Miss Rachel. So because of all that, because of how much she means to my family, and for the record, she's a looker too. I ain't trying to deny that, but I, I've grown. I have grown. I will admit that, you know, I've tried to be better, but I, you know, it's kind of like how, um, they say that even every white person, even if they mean well, is still a little bit racist just because that's how systemic racism works. You know, like you're, you don't realize when you are being that because to you, it's just a normal way to be because that's how our institutions are. Well, obviously, that's the same with sexism. So like, no matter how, quote unquote, woke I try to be, I'm still a misogynistic dipshit uh, who's got sexism ingrained in him and sometimes I don't even realize I'm doing it. But I'm telling you, Miss Rachel has has sort of has sort of made me have an awakening moment. And you know, and Corey, this is real beauty. You know, it's not just about the hips, the lips, and the booties, even though I love them so much. It's about what they put out in the world. That's true attractiveness. You know what I'm saying? And and I, which which to me means there's a lot more women that should have wanted to fuck Mr. Rogers if we're gonna, you know double-edged sword this one play it fair down the middle you know think y'all gotta start be doing that too so anyways all i'm saying is all i'm saying is is that you can be the person that knocks all these kids programs all you want you can be the person that's like oh you shouldn't let your son have so much screen time first off fuck you there's only two types of people in my opinion who ever talk about you shouldn't let your kid have too much screen time and those two type of two types of people are older people who they didn't have a chance or choice to let their children utilize screen time so they don't understand 
you know, how great it is. Like, they, they never had that choice, so maybe they're jealous. You know, this ain't how we did it. We just sat them out in the yard and gave them a newspaper. <laughs> and told them somebody in a van comes up, don't you get in that van, okay? Unless it's Uncle Ernest. Actually, you know what? Uncle Ernest just got back from jail. Don't get in the van with him either. They're like, that's how it's supposed to be done. Or it's the other type of person, a motherfucker that ain't got kids who thinks if I had kids, I'd do it different, you know? And I'm here to tell you that I think I might have been one of those people at one point, but I've seen the light. Let them fuckers have screen time as long as it's edu it's educational. Like, what's the difference if it's on a screen or it's in a classroom? If they're learning something, listen, I got to tell you, in the future, there will be more screens, not less screens. All right? So, what's the point? <laughs> like, no matter how much screen time you give them now, when they get older, they are invariably going to be surrounded by screens. There's going to be screens at their job. There's screens at the bar. Hell, you pay for your check on a screen now. So like, if there's already gonna be screens, you may as well let that screen work for you. And I could not suggest Miss Rachel enough. I'll have to do an entire separate recording on the, uh, on the genius that is Bluey. Cause my God, that show has blown my mind about a million times. And to all the people that are like, oh, if I have to see this one more time, you know that you ain't gotta watch it. <laughs> like, you don't have to watch it at all. Like you, dude. Get your screen. If you're if your kid's sitting there watching Bluey on the big screen, you're like, oh, I've seen this episode a thousand times. Take your goddamn earphones out, put your phone, put them in your phone, and watch something on your little screen. You know what I mean? They're gonna be transfixed with Bluey. You ain't gonna worry about them. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you right now, I've never, no television show on earth has ever relaxed me the way that my son paying attention to something so that I can dust the lamps. Uh, entertains me and relaxes me. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'm certain I just sounded like a jackass, but that's the facts as I see them. All right. This has been uh, a daddy baby update. I'll see y'all tomorrow with Colonel Cornbread and uh, Friday, Free for All Friday, and of course, every Sunday, Pastor Petey. Appreciate y'all, everyone who's bought my book, Round Here and Over Yonder. You can get it wherever books are sold, or you can go to CoreyRyanForrester.com. Love y'all so much. I'll talk to you later. Skew.